On this episode, we review lunch at Steakhouse 71, as well as get some thoughts from our friend Rachel on breakfast and dinner at Steakhouse 71. Today is December 10th, 2021, and this is episode 416 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. But if you want even more content, including in-park, resort, at-home live streams, discounts on Main Street Magic merchandise and a whole lot more, check out our Patreon group at wonderlandcrew.com. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan your next Disney, uh, maybe a universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise, pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to msmears.com to learn more about our wonderful travel partner, Melissa Pilgrim, with Ears of Experience, and fill out a form for a free quote. All right. Steakhouse 71, Rhonda. woo Are you ready to talk lunch? Yeah. All right. Um... Formerly the Wave, yes. the Contemporary Resort. I don't think I really realized that until we got there, and then I was like, "Oh." And we had not is. been to the Wave in, in yeah. quite a few years. Yep. Uh, but I've always talked about the bacon and eggs appetizer. They did transfer it over to this menu, which I'm very happy about. But they are offering uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which are mm-hmm. all separate menus. And then just real quick, go through a couple of our um, normal bullet points just to give people a quick reference about this place well it is casual dining and it is american steakhouse of course there's no dining plans right now and times you have breakfast from 7 30 a.m to 11 a.m lunch is from 11 30 a.m to 2 p.m and dinner is from 5 p.m to 9 p.m and there's a 10 percent discount for annual pass holders I, nice. forgot to, I forgot to list that um so Oh, yeah, that's right. We got over there. I was so glad because we were going with your parents. And we, for, first of all, we love your parents' company. Yes. But it's always nice when we get to do something with other people because we get a, a broader idea of the menu. Right. As opposed to us going and saying, you know, hey, we're going to do a full review on a place that we ate two items. You or <laughs> ordering more items and taking one bite. Right. And either A, throwing it away or B, trying to take it back and then probably throwing it away later right and we don't we don't want to do that that's what i think it was jim gaffigan who said about doggy bags where you know basically a waiter or waitress is like would you like me to throw this away for you now or do you want to take it home and you throw it <laughs> yeah, away yeah like that's basically what a doggy bag is yeah so <clears throat> we we took the boat over from fort wilderness um to originally uh magic kingdom yep. and then walked over to contemporary yes. because they're not running the direct contemporary boat still right. from Fort Wilderness and walked in and I, all weekend and week I was wearing my be nice to cast members hat, mm-hmm. which you can get at MainStreetShirts.com. Yeah. Um, and get lots of compliments on that. And, you know, I'm not wearing it to get compliments. I'm wearing it so we can say to cast members like we appreciate you. Right. And other people hopefully see it and go, you know, I should be nice. <laughs> so we were greeted by Michelle in the lobby who yeah. saw the hat and just absolutely loved it and chatted with her real quick. Seriously, the way she chatted, I thought she knew you. Yeah. <laughs> she like, was so I was nice. like, 
Oh, Jeremy knows somebody. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of the lobby redesign oh, at it's the Contemporary? So much better. It's, ha- it's very beautiful. Have we beautiful. gone from airport to something better? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I do not walk in there thinking like you're at like an airport, basically. I, I loved it. I love it. Yep. I really, really like it. Like it makes me want to go visit the Contemporary. And if they redo all the rooms, it makes they me want to stay there again. Right. I mean, they are. And, and it's got that similar look and color style with the Incredibles influence, you know, right. going through it. Yeah. I, I really think for us who have never been big fans of the contemporary, yeah. this is kind of a game changer over yeah. there. And they did a wonderful, wonderful job with Steakhouse 71 as well. It's really paying, you know, history too. same way Steakhouse 55 was mm-hmm. over in, at Disneyland Resort, which is now closed. You know, you walk in through the main hallway and it is lined with all these photos from Walt Disney World and the Contemporary and all being built. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you feel the the setting is now? Because the layout is the same. You walk in and there is that wonderful yeah. bar and there's those waiting areas, almost like little pods kind of over to the right. And then you go into the big open dining room. It has like a, it has an elegance without feeling... It hasn't a casual elegance. I just started to say is that a, is that it's, a thing? it's casual dining, and that's what it reminds me of. But a casual elegance, like it, it yeah, yeah, it's it's not fancy. I mean, you can, in my opinion, I feel like you can definitely walk in in a tank top and shorts and not feel like you're underdressed or anything. But yeah. it's still nice, like where your waiters and waitresses are wearing some type of tie or you know bow tie or some type of yeah. neck. Um, and, and dressed yeah, in and white, still, yeah, it's shirt. still white linen yeah, tablecloths and things, but not, not in like a weird fancy way. You know, we've got we've got our signature dining up at California Grill. Yeah, I'm really glad they didn't make this a yeah. signature fine dining. Yeah, now this we is haven't very nice. we haven't been for dinner. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. Our good friend Rachel is actually going for dinner tonight. Yes, yeah, so she will have eaten breakfast, lunch, and dinner here this may, time. Yeah, maybe maybe what we'll we'll do is see if she can give us a quick little kind of review that we can add into the end of this. Cause she did breakfast, lunch and dinner after tonight on this trip she's yes. on right now. So maybe said. we can get a little uh, insight from her on breakfast and dinner and we'll plug that in at the end. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I like it. I, I like the setting. I think it is very open, but I didn't feel like it was too loud. Now, not every table was, I feel like completely full, but the ones around us were, yeah. and I didn't think there was a lot of like yeah. overflow and noise, which we've noticed a lot recently yeah yeah so we had grant as our waiter yeah. who, who was wonderful yeah and as people have been going we've heard the service and the cast members are, are really really good of course yep. and um the menu so you have a completely different breakfast menu obviously from your lunch menu but then your lunch menu is completely different from your dinner menu oh wow you know lunch is consisting of handhelds mostly all sandwiches mm-hmm. uh you have as your appetizers you've got some soups and salads uh, you have the bacon and eggs, things like that, onion rings. When you get to dinner is when this turns truly into a steakhouse. Now, you have a lot of the same appetizers, but as you get into your entrees, they're all, you know, mostly steakhouse cuts. So you've got all your different tenderloins and New York strip and, you know, dry aged pork bone in rib chops, filet mignon, sirloin, prime rib, and lots of different sides. You can uh, accompany them with different sauces. Wow. And then you have a couple entrees like chicken, a fish, and a vegetable Wellington. So I You dine to eat dinner here because of the steak stuff? I really am. I really am. I really want to go and get a a steak here for dinner. 
but I, I really like that it's different. I had posted um, accidentally on my regular Facebook. I was posting photos out to Instagram and it was linked to my Facebook and I posted your sandwich that we're going to talk about and it went to my regular Facebook. Right. And one of my friends was like, there's a bigger question here. Why did you go to a steakhouse and get a, a sandwich? Uh-huh. And so I was like, actually, there are no steaks offered at lunch. Right. It's only dinner. But I really like that. You know, I, I, I like that you can get three completely different dining experiences here. Yeah. All in the yeah. course of a day or a trip the way that Rachel's doing. Yes. So let's start with our appetizer. Okay. That I'd heard a lot about. We did not get the bacon and eggs. We did not. But let's um, back up a little bit yeah. and start with when Grant came to our uh, um, yeah. table. You know, they always ask um, any um, allergies or whatever they call them. And I'm like, yes, you know, old um, bell peppers. My mom is allergic to bell peppers. And so we said that. And I think my mom was wanting something that... What she wanted actually had bell peppers in it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's fine. Like she can order something else, which was perfect. But it was just funny because I would have never thought that it had bell peppers in it. No. And and, Um, we can talk about that when we get to her dish because I remember the exact specifics of of how it came down. But why don't you start with our appetizer? Okay. Um, Yeah. So we went ahead and got because Jeremy had heard so much about the French onion soup. Um, which is $10. It's rich beef broth, crouton, and gotteny cheese. And it was a very, very good French onion soup. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't I hate to say it this way. I don't know <laughs> French onion soup could be bad. I was just going to say, I don't really know if, if I've had one that I didn't like. I mean, I guess the only thing you could is it's not rich beef broth. Like, I guess you could have a, like a watered down like where it's not real and this was really just great it's i mean honestly it's one of the easiest soups or dishes ever because it's pretty much i mean it's three and it really is like three ingredients for the most or three four ingredients yeah it's beef broth onions your crouton and your cheese so four ingredients right as long as i think you cook all of that long enough it really breaks down those onions right it's good now this one didn't have a ton of onions in it but I wasn't like missing them or anything. You know what I mean? Right. And it comes in your little, you know, your little ceramic dish. Yeah. And I love nothing more than the cheese that melts over the side and you have to scrape it or peel it off with your spoon. And it's a little bit crunchy. Uh, This is a very hard uh, appetizer dish to share amongst four people because we did good though. We did good because you have your soup sitting in the middle. Nobody wants to just take the whole soup in front of them and eat over it. Right. But you have to because the soup is like running off the spoon yeah. or down your face. But we managed and it was very very good. Would recommend again. But I will say if, if you're going here for the first time, the bacon and eggs is, yeah. is still going to be oh, absolutely absolutely and incredible. Now remi- that reminded me. I didn't think there was white tablecloths. It's I think a white table. Oh. Because um. I remember stripping it, it and wiping the uh, table you know down. You're right. You're right. So, so it has that look, but not the correct. actual functionality correct. of the tablecloth. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our entrees. And I'll just start with your mom's, which was the fish sandwich. Yes. Uh, this is a hand-breaded fresh fish, which was uh, haddock. No. Cod. Yes. It was cod. <laughs> uh, Old Bay remoulade, lettuce, tomato, house-made pickles on a brioche bun for $18. Grant came back, and that's when he said the Old Bay Remoulade has uh, bell peppers in it. 
Yeah. And we're like, really? Okay. And so he said, what I can do, let me bring you, this was right after she ordered it. He went, he double checked, which is awesome and came back out and he brought her the lemon aioli that they have. And he said, why don't you try this? Just taste it. And if you like, we'll replace the Old Bay Remoulade with this, which again is just awesome. I mean, we know how good they are about dietary needs and allergies, Mm -hmm. but I think something as simple as um, a bell pepper in a Remoulade and them finding out is really, really good attention to detail. Oh, absolutely. And kind of saves the day because your mom, if she ate that, she could feel like junk. Yeah, I I (laughs) forget what happens, but it's it's not really good at all. Yeah. so it could have ruined the rest of her trip. It really could. It could have. So. Yeah. So I, I just I thought that was so wonderful. Uh, I did not. I did not take a bite of this. Your mother loved it. It was good. You I liked did. it. You took a bite. Yes. It was just like your fish and chips. Um, it was a good thick p- piece of fish. It was lightly hand breaded, yeah. and it was crisp to perfection, in my opinion. Um, the brioche bun, everything. It it was a. I would totally get this again. It was great. The lemon aioli on it was fantastic. Yeah, um, so that was a good substitute. It was absolutely. Yeah, um, honestly, the Old Bay Remoulade. This fish, this fish was so good. Like almost like the Yorkshire fish and chips. Like it's just like I said, it's that good piece of ch- fish, lightly breaded, good crunch. Um. I wonder if that would have almost taken away from the taste of the fish. Maybe. Whereas the lemon aioli did not, and it just kind of like enhanced it because it's that lemon and you almost like that vinegary, yeah. like, so, yeah, I mean, I, I liked could, it. Yeah, I could tell just by looking at the piece of fish, it looked like it came out of the Yorkshire Fish Company, mm-hmm. pretty much, yep. just like your regular fish and chips. So good. I could see doing this where you ordered it, and yeah, you're like, you know what, all I want is the fish, I yep. want the lettuce, and I want maybe a squeeze of lemon. Or a dash of malt vinegar. Yeah. I bet would be outstanding. Really good. Now, all of your entrees are served, and I like this option, with a choice of the petite wedge salad, Parmesan fries, or pasta salad. Yep. I do wish that they would add a slight upcharge for the onion rings, because I've heard the onion rings are very, very good from the appetizer menu. Uh, Your mom went with the petite wedge salad. She did. There, you'll, you're going to see a trend here with sides. Yeah. She enjoyed it, but this thing was drowning in dressing. Yes. So, so future, the components, you I think, were good. They were. I think future, you could say, can we have this dressing on the side? Yes. So then you could just pour it over. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, your dad went with the crab cake sliders. Yeah. And this was, and it was great because he was going between this and I believe the prime rib sandwich. Yes. And he asked Grant. And Grant yes. said, I would do the crab cake sliders. Yes. And I, I, I love that mm-hmm. when, when they're just like, you know what? This yep. is the one I think you should get. Yep. Now, I would feel bad if you, I always feel bad because then you're like, well, now I have to get it. What if yeah. you like, your heart was kind of set on the prime right. rib? Then you're like, no, nah, I don't want to upset Grant. So this is lump crab cakes. There's two of these. Uh, the Old Bay Remulade, tomato, pickled slaw on little teeny brioche buns for $19. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tried this as well. Yeah, it was very I, I did good. Not. You did not because of your- It looked a little- from the they looked um they looked breaded and fried were they because it, look, it looked like the entire outside was so. breaded might... but, no, how, but was how was very... the inside is all that matters yeah was it nice and it was crabby? really crabby <laughs> oh, good. and I thought it was really good yeah. oh good but again I'm not a Marylander so did did the old bay rimula do you think take away from no, this or do you think because it added, it added okay. because they're crab cakes yeah okay. like I think it's different between the fish and I and probably because 
the fish is not like not breaded. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, if maybe the fish was, you know, maybe that'd be fine because of the it seafood. Was like grilled. Yeah, maybe because of like the yeah. seafood situation. But no, I feel like the yeah old bay remoulade needs to be on the lump crab cakes. Okay, so I, I would I would try these when we go back, and they do have an appetizer that actually is lump crab cakes. I'm wondering if this is um, just those two little crab cakes then. I and would then it says it also comes with the remoulade, a corn hash, and house-made saltine crackers. I want those. Okay. Oh. Maybe you should try that because I'd be curious of your thoughts. Yeah. I really liked it. My daddy loved it. Yes, he did. Um, He would totally say he'd get it again. Yeah. Well, and I'd be interested to try it because if they're, in my mind, if they're good, I know I'm a snob. Yeah. If they're good crab are. cakes, there is no need for a remoulade. If the remoulade is making the crab cakes good, that's the only thing that worries me. But you're uh, saying, do you think they, they were still? I don't, be I don't know. I'm not right. one to, <laughs> you need to go back. Okay, and I'll these. go back and try them. Uh, your dad went with the Parmesan fries, as did I. These yes. are waffle fries. Uh, they're, they're really thin waffle fries. So they're 100% crunch. They're not bad, yeah. but they're 100% crunch. As Rachel opposed said to, the same thing. Yeah, she thought the exact same yes. thing. As opposed to a waffle fry that is thicker and it still has that nice tender fluffy potato inside and then the outside is crunchy. Right. Yeah, these were not that. Now, I I mean I would get them again with the sandwich, but I didn't love them. I, I think I would rather just you know say, hey, we're gonna get an order of onion rings and I'll eat those instead, maybe. Or right. or we can move yeah. on to what you had in your side. Uh, what did you get? Because you were back and forth between this and something else, weren't you? Or you flat out were just getting this as soon as you saw it. I saw this and I was like, ooh, it depends on what my parents get. And then I'll get this if they get the other things that I wanted. Because I think that had ordered this, you probably would have gotten the crab cake sliders, right? I think so. Yes. Because I had already called the burger. Yes. I already said nobody else is allowed to order the burger. (laughs) And I told my parents that. So I was like, but you can taste it. (laughs) Um, So they have a gourmet grilled cheese on the um, menu. And it is toasted brioche, greer, smoked gouda, shredded pork belly, and caramelized onion jam and arugula for $16. I personally absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. Um... I feel like the cheese was so good and strong that there didn't need to be a ton. And I feel like because of the way the cheese was, it did to me taste like a grilled cheese just with add in like this pork belly, which, oh my goodness, that was yeah, so was. good. The brioche toasted was fantastic. Because I don't like too much, like I like sometimes a light toast. This was this was absolutely perfect. It wasn't too dark. It wasn't too light. It was just perfect. Yeah. Um, the onion jam, again, was fantastic. And Rula, I love all that. I, I really, really liked it. But I love cheese <laughs> and different cheese and strong cheese. Yeah. Um, this is not for the lactose intolerant no, crowd. It's not. At all. <laughs> what did you think? Because you did take a bite of yeah. mine. No, I, I think you're spot on. This was an elevated grilled cheese sandwich, and the cheese was the star, but everything else was a great mm-hmm. accompaniment to it, um, down to even the, the arugula and stuff. And on 16 bucks, 
This is like, let me double check, but I think this is the cheapest uh, potentially thing on the lunch menu. This is a good size. You know, this isn't your standard like um, Wonder Bread. It's a little bit bigger than yeah. that, like yep. as far as size goes. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is literally the cheap, well, the Turkey Club is $15. I think this is $16. Like, let's just say they had this available at a quick service mm-hmm. somewhere in the parks. Oh, I'd get it, it would every be, time. It would be $15, $16. Yeah. So the fact you're getting it at a casual sit-down restaurant yep. in the contemporary, I think, is a wonderful deal. Yeah. Uh, you got the pasta salad. Yes. What did you think of that? Because um, we kind of go back to the wedge salad issue of dressing. Yeah. It, it was... I mean, I couldn't get the pasta out unless dressing was spilling over the side yeah. of the bowl. Yeah. So it was just completely literally swimming in the pasta yeah. i mean in the dressing um i don't know how you would ask for the dressing on the side of the pasta but if you could i so would yeah. because it was good yeah. it just needed to be lighter uh, yeah agree the flavors were outstanding it, it had yeah. it was like a tricolor pasta yep. or at least two color like the green and the regular looking pasta um <laughs> egg pasta i guess and a good dressing that was kind of like a little bit of an italian slash almost caesar caesar style yeah uh little chunks of feta and all in there flavors were great but you're right like my guess is this is all made you know at lunchtime I, yeah you know, they're certainly not i don't think cooking down the pasta individually yeah and dressing it and all yeah, I don't know if you could ask them for lighter dressing and they kind of drain it in the back or you just ask for an extra bowl and you use your fork as a little strainer and drain Maybe. it out because it just was a bit too much. Yep. But I think out of all three sides, this is the one I would tend to order again as opposed to the other two. Okay. Now, the wedge salad, I do believe you could control more by just saying, can I get the dressing on the side? Right. But to me, a wedge, I mean, a wedge salad is really just a giant wedge of lettuce and dressing. I know it'll have like a little crumbles of some bacon which I don't think there were a ton of and some mm-hmm. blue cheese or something, but uh, I would probably do this pasta salad again. It was a very classic like backyard barbecue, just so yeah. much dressing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to move on to what everyone's talking about, right? The yeah. Steakhouse 71 stack burger. This is signature blend of beef, American cheese, the lemon aioli, mm-hmm. uh, red onion, house-made pickles. If that's the type of thing that you're into, I am not, on a brioche bun. It's just $20. Yeah. Uh, so it is up there a little bit for, for a burger. People all over Disney social media are claiming this is the best burger on property now. Ooh. Like that's, that's what they're saying. Okay. Do you um, agree? This is a really, really good burger here. Here's the thing. It's such a different burger than what I'm going to call your gourmet burgers. Okay. Like the signature burger at three bridges. Uh, the burger okay. with the egg that they used to do at Hollywood Brown Derby. Right. Um, let's go to the bison burger over at Geyser Point. Okay. You know, to me, these are lobster thermidor burger. Lobster thermidor burger, Grand Flow Cafe, my number one, still remains supreme. Okay. This is just so different because this is like, I don't know, this is like um, five guys, and I mean that in a very good way. Five Guys meets a, a good casual dining steakhouse. It's just a different burger. Okay. It's two patties. They're smashed. You know, they don't they don't even ask how you want it cooked because they're pretty I, much and that's, well done. I remember that and I said that and I was like, I realized that. And that's when you told me, well, it's smashed. Yeah. And I was like, I don't all, really know all, what that yeah, means. Yeah, they're all cooked the same. They're, they're all, all cooked, cooked the through, same. but they're so thin 
that they're very tender, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was very good. It's those two patties. It's got a lot of cheese on it. Uh, it's got the red onion, which can often overpower sandwiches or burgers. It did not. Okay. The lemon aioli, I didn't really notice, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, again, I'm not big on mayo. Aioli's a fancy mayo, pretty much. <laughs> and so I think it was good. You know, the, the, the beef was flavorful, delicious. The bun was good. This was a outstanding burger. Mm-hmm. Had a little piece of pork belly on it, which is not on their... Not listed on their menu. I don't know if I just got a surprise or a present. I had a little piece of pork belly. <laughs> I wonder if they had too much on mine. They were like, oh, we'll just put you it put on, it on his, his burger. Maybe. But it's a really, really good burger. Yeah. I just think it's different. Yeah. Is all. And again, not in a bad way. I would get this again. Yeah. I think if you like burgers, go get it. Okay. It's it's wonderful. And then I had the Parmesan fries, which of course I don't love. But right. um, I really enjoy this. I would still probably put it in my, if we're just calling them burgers as a whole, I would probably still easily put this in my top five. Okay. It'll still be up there. So I, w- okay. I would definitely get it again. And what I like about this that you can say, because what makes those other burgers, the the meat is always good. Right. right? But what truly makes those other burgers is what's on them. Okay. Be it a fried egg, be it the manchego cheese right. and the little onion things at the signature burger at Three Bridges, be it lobster thermidor. <laughs> they're really what make the burger what it is. If all they did was serve this to you, as two patties and cheese on a bun. That's this the way, would be amazing. I should say that's the way um, Lacey would eat it. Yeah. And it would be absolutely outstanding. Okay. So I do think that's the way you can kind of compare those. <laughs> Finally, if you're there and you're getting the Steakhouse 71 Stack Burger, which everybody's talking about, what else is everybody talking about, Rhonda? And we had to get it for dessert, even though and we were all very, is, very full. That is the <laughs> Steakhouse 71 Chocolate Cake. Um, it is... Layers of whiskey-infused chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, raspberries. Um, this item may is made with and contains alcohol. So yeah, the cake has whiskey in it. So basically, just be prepared. Yeah, I mean, I still think it's okay for kids. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but it's eleven dollars. It's eleven dollars. Here's what's really cool. Jeremy was like, um, oh, yeah, it's like a seven-layer cake. Um, and I can't remember if we ended up asking Grant or, but he's like, uh, no, it's a 15 layer cake. Yeah. And we were like, what? And he was like, yeah, it's 15 layers for every floor of the hotel. Yeah. It's just so cool. And I'm like, holy moly, is this thing going to come out like a foot tall? Like how, like, oh my goodness. And it was so funny because, so the chocolate mousse in between is considered a layer as uh-huh. well. There's legit um, 15 layers. We counted them. We counted, and there was 15 layers. <laughs> this cake was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the only thing I would ask is for a little bit, if you're going to eat this. See, we only planned on eating like a bite or two, and we were going to get it to go. But get if you're going to eat it there, or even if you're going to still take it to go, ask for a little bit more raspberry sauce on the side. Eating the raspberry and the chocolate cake together was out of this world to yeah. me. Like, it was so good. The, yeah, the cake alone was very good. It's, yes. it's not too dense, but it's not too light. It's not too rich. Yep. Shockingly. I mean, you're talking chocolate among chocolate among chocolate. Yep. 15 times, basically. Yeah. And I, I don't like those overly rich, sweet desserts. This was perfect. I think people that love dessert and people that are like, eh, I'm so-and-so, I think this is like the perfect middle ground. Yeah, because I love dessert yeah. and I love it. And you're like, eh. And and I agree, the cake on its own was very good, but that raspberry sauce, and there's only a little bit kind of on the plate as yep. a decoration with some fresh raspberries. If you can get a side of that, 
Yeah, and, that'd and, be amazing. And add it. It was. I'll put it up there with the top desserts. I think. Yeah. It was very good. Um, and again, this is one that a table of four. If we had had eight of us, I don't think we would have finished this piece of cake. <laughs> this thing Possibly was really not. But I mean, we literally, were full. Are you, are you thinking it was somewhere between six and eight inches tall? Six on the plate. Six probably? for sure. Yeah. Col- I'm thinking a comb. Oh, you measure everything in combs. I love that. Like, yeah. The regular world uses like their fingers or like they, you know, like just kind of like a ruler. Comb. Like that's a six inch comb. That cake mm. is easily a comb's height. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, if, if people couldn't gather, what are your overall thoughts on Steakhouse 71 oh, lunch? It was, it was great. I'd love to go back. Um, like Rachel, I would love to do a lunch and a dinner. I mean, a breakfast and a dinner. Yeah. I agree. We will look for that in the future. Highly recommend reservations at your 60 days out. Yeah. Um, definitely keep a look at that. I will say that I accidentally made this for two mm-hmm. at first, and I thought I had it for four, and we had invited your parents. I kept checking daily leading up to our trip, and a couple days before, I was able to get the same time and change it to four people. So one of those things to always keep checking. Uh, you can also go to msmfriends.com. You can click that mouse dining link and you can sign up there for dining alerts. If you don't get what you want, it's your 60 days out. They're really good at, at alerting you when new reservations open. So you can hopefully go out and snag them. But I yeah. uh, highly recommend this place. I'd like to go back for breakfast, for dinner, but I would gladly do lunch again. I actually bet their turkey club is, is oh, I bet. out of this world. Yeah. I love a good club sandwich. Okay, so that will wrap it up for lunch from Rhonda and I, but we definitely will be checking out breakfast and dinner in the future and bringing you our thoughts. But since we have our good friend Rachel Williams at Disney World right now as kind of our reporter in the field, I'll say, she did have the opportunity to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Steakhouse 71 during her current trip. And so Rachel was kind enough to get up very early in the morning before park day and record her thoughts for us on breakfast and dinner. But what's also great is that she gives her comparisons to lunch in addition to what we talked about earlier, and they tried several of the same dishes we did. So you'll go ahead and see uh, what her and her mom thought after you just heard what we thought as far as lunch goes, uh, as well as the decor, the service, and things like that. So let's kick it over to Rachel right now. Hey guys, this is Rachel. Um, Rhonda and Jeremy asked me to give my thoughts on Steakhouse 71 since my mom, Denise, and I had the opportunity to dine here for all three meals during our Disney World trip while we're here for 13 days. We're currently on day number 11, Thursday, December 9th, and I'm recording this at 5.42 a.m. from our room over in the DVC Villas located at the Grand Floridian before we head, we get ready to head to Animal Kingdom for the day. Um, so let's just drop, dive right in and start with breakfast. We had breakfast at Steakhouse 71 on Tuesday, November 30th. My mom and I decided to order the veggie omelet priced at $15, the Steakhouse 71 seasonal pancakes priced at $14, and the bacon and cheddar grits priced at $5. We ordered these items knowing we would split everything since we both were in the mood for savory and sweet that morning. So let's start with the veggie omelet. The veggie omelet is made with eggs, of course, then spinach, mushrooms, tomato, and Swiss cheese, and it's served with breakfast potatoes and a biscuit. We thought the omelet was fine. It was good. Honestly, no complaints about it. All of the veggies tasted fresh, and the omelet was not overdone. It's really a solid choice if you're looking for some protein for some protein and veggies to start the day. The breakfast potatoes it came with were good, too. 
They were a little crispy on the outside, but really fluffy and soft once you bit into them. They seem to basically have salt and pepper on them, but sometimes that's all you need. As for the biscuit, it was good as well. Nice and brown on the outside and fluffy on the inside. We really liked the butter that came with it. I'm pretty sure it was some type of citrus butter, but we forgot to ask our server about it. But if you've been to the Grand Floridian Cafe and had their amazing biscuits and citrus butter that they serve in the mornings, it kind of reminds you of that. Now, moving on to the Steakhouse 71 seasonal pancakes. Right now, the seasonal pancakes are pumpkin spice pancakes. They come topped with the cream cheese icing and chopped pecans, and you get a choice of bacon, pork sausage, or chicken sausage. We chose to get bacon with ours. So before I get into how this was, I feel like I need to mention how I was feeling a little salty about how Steakhouse 71's menu did not feature the sweet potato pancakes that used to be served when this restaurant was still the wave. I absolutely loved those pancakes. They were light, fluffy, sweet potato perfection that came with a tasty honey pecan butter. I still miss them so much. So um, fast forward to that morning and I was feeling like there was no way that these pumpkin sized pancakes were going to measure up to my beloved sweet potato pancakes. Let's just say I was pleasantly surprised. While they didn't make me forget about the sweet potato pancakes, they definitely are something I would not hesitate to order over and over again. The pancakes are small, which I liked, so it didn't feel like too much food. Um, There's three of them. The pumpkin spice flavor is really good and not overpowering at all. But what made these pancakes even better was the cream cheese icing that comes on top of it. The cream cheese icing is so good. It's not too sweet and complements the pancakes well. Then to make it even better, they also serve a coffee-infused syrup with them. My mom and I really like these and would go back to have them again. Um, there was bacon. It was good. It was cooked nice and crispy how I like it. Now, on to the bacon and cheddar grits. They're so good. I love grits. Jeremy and Rhonda know if I see grits on a menu, I'm ordering them. I've probably tried most of the grits on Disney World property. These seem to be the same bacon and cheddar grits that were served when this restaurant was the wave. They're very creamy, savory, and flavorful. I would describe them as a warm hug. They're really good, and I definitely recommend getting them. As far as drinks go, um, I just had water and milk. Mom had milk, water, and the pog juice. For those of you that don't know, pog juice is a mixture of passion fruit, orange, and guava juices. My mom usually loves it, but she said it didn't seem to be as good as before. It seemed watered down to her. This might be because Disney switched its supplier earlier this year, but we really don't know for sure. So that was breakfast. So now let me talk a little bit about lunch. We had lunch at Steakhouse 71 on Friday, December 3rd. So when we went for lunch, my mom and I started with the French onion soup priced at $10 and the Steakhouse 71 onion rings priced at $9. The French onion soup consists of onions and a a really rich beef broth, a crouton, and gratiné cheese. This soup was really good. It was super rich, cheesy, and flavorful. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, but as much as I liked it, the onion rings were the winner for the t- uh, winner of the two for me. I love onion rings. These onion rings are hand-breaded and are served with a spicy ranch dipping sauce. 
the coating on the onion rings were was super was super crunchy and i really appreciated that when i bit into the onion rings the entire onion did not come out that irritates me when i um eat other onion rings and i'll bite and the whole onion ring just comes out and you're just left with breading these definitely didn't do that and the spicy ranch dipping sauce that came with them was absolutely delicious it, it was fire it was good and flavorful. I don't know what they did to make it taste so good, but they need to make sure it stays that way. Um, by the way, the dipping sauce is plant-based in case anyone was interested in knowing. Now, moving on to our entrees, my mom chose to get the gourmet grilled cheese with a side of Parmesan waffle fries, priced at $16, while I chose to get the Steakhouse 71 stack burger with the Parmesan waffle fries as well, priced at $20. Let's start with my mom's gourmet grilled cheese. This sandwich um, consists of Gruyere, smoked Gouda, shredded pork belly, caramelized onion jam, and arugula served on toasted brioche. My mom was actually pretty disappointed with this sandwich. And after I tried it and she explained why I understood, she basically felt like it wasn't cheesy enough and I agreed with her. When I think of a grilled cheese, I'm looking for that classic cheese pull and or gooey, gooey cheese to be slung out of the sandwich. None of that was present in the sandwich she got. She felt like it was pretty me- a pretty mediocre pork sandwich with very sparse cheese on it. But the bread was pretty good. Um, it was very buttery and flavorful. She felt like it did not live up to the description of what we think a grilled cheese should be. I talked to Rhonda and Jeremy about it, actually, and they seemed to have a completely different experience than we did. So maybe it was just an off day. I would try ordering it again in the future. It was by no means a bad sandwich. It just wasn't cheesy enough in our opinion. Now on to the star of the show, the Steakhouse 71 Stack Burger. Prior to having this, I had heard so many good things about this burger, one being that it is now the best burger on property. I was a little skeptical because I felt like that was a lot to live up to. But anyway, this burger consists of two burger patties. Think smash burger-like patties with gooey American cheese, a lemon aioli, thinly sliced red onions, house-made pickles, all sandwiched between a brioche bun. Y'all, this burger totally lived up to the hype. Both mom and I could not believe how good it was. Every ingredient in this burger complements each other. The lemon aioli came out of left field. While it's subtle, you definitely taste it, and it enhances the flavor of the burger. Now, my number one burger on property has been the Lobster Thermidor Burger at Grand Floridian Cafe for the longest time. While I love this burger at Steakhouse 71, I'm not sure if it's dethroned the Lobster Thermidor Burger quite yet. I'm likely going to have the Lobster Thermidor Burger on Friday when this airs or tomorrow before we head home. So I'll reevaluate then. But it's definitely one of the top burgers on Walt Disney World property now, in my opinion. And I think it's definitely worth making a trip over to the Contemporary for. I mentioned earlier that we both got the Parmesan waffle fries as our sides. Unfortunately, we pretty much didn't care for these. They were way too hard for our liking. It seemed like they were left in the fryer a little too long or sat under a heat lamp for too long. There was no nice potato fluffiness inside the fries at all. We only ate a few of them. If we try them again, we would ask that they not fry them so hard. I think it would be great if they actually just made the onion rings an option as a side. I would definitely get those, even if there was an upcharge for them. So that was our thoughts on lunch. So moving on to our final meal, um, that was dinner on Wednesday, December 8th. 
didn't originally have a reservation, but I was able to snag one the other day. I really wanted to try dinner since it was supposed to be more of a steakhouse-like menu. And since it's supposed to be a, supposed to be a steakhouse, I figured I should try the steak there. To start, we ordered the Steakhouse 71 onion rings again that we had at lunch, priced at $9. And then we ordered something new as well, which was the sea salted potato brioche to start, priced at $12. There's no need to, for me to go over how the onion rings were, again, since y'all already know how much we liked them at lunchtime. They were still good at dinner too. So let's talk about the sea salted potato brioche. This bread is served with butter and a roasted garlic tomato spread. We felt like the bread was just okay, but it wasn't anything special. It wasn't the worst, but we felt like we've had better bread service from other restaurants on property like STK or Boathouse. The butter was fine, but the roasted garlic tomato spread wasn't really that flavorful. It seemed really pasty and pretty bland. It's not something I would need to order again. Now on to the entrees. My mom can't deal with fatty pieces of meat, so she went with the six ounce filet mignon. She asked for it to be prepared medium and requested the chimichurri sauce for her steak. She ordered the al gratin potatoes as her side. This steak along with the sauce inside is priced at $36. I ordered the 10 ounce New York strip priced at $34. I requested that it be prepared medium rare and asked for the whipped horseradish cream to come with it. I ordered the garlic mashed potatoes as my side. So starting with my mom's steak, she thought it was just okay. She thought it was closer to medium well than medium, but opted to not send it back. While it wasn't dry, she felt like the chimichurri sauce was needed to really enjoy it. Even though it was a filet, she felt like it was tougher to cut than other filets she's had on property. But she did say she really loved the chimichurri sauce. If she gets it again, she said she would definitely order the steak medium rare to see if that makes a difference. Now, as for the al gratin potatoes... She has nothing but good things to say about those. She thought they were absolutely delicious. They were buttery, cheesy, and seasoned very well. I tried them and wished I would have ordered them myself. As for me, I actually enjoyed my New York strip a lot. Unlike a filet, a New York strip has better flavor. While this wasn't an exceptional New York strip, given the price point it's at, I thought it was good for what you got. I also thought my steak temperature came out more than what I requested. It was more of a medium but I still thought my steak was very juicy and flavorful and I honestly would get it again. That whipped horseradish cream was super good with it too. I feel like most people either hate or love horseradish. I'm in the love camp. This cream was light and didn't overdo it on the horseradish. I enjoyed it a lot. My garlic mashed potatoes were also good. They were fluffy, garlicky, and buttery, but mom's al gratin potatoes were definitely superior. Overall, we thought it was a good steak dinner for where it's priced at. I definitely advise that if you do do dinner here to not go in thinking you're going to get steak of the caliber that um, are served at places like Morton's, Peter Luger's, or even Yachtsman STK or California Grill here on property. But it's really a good option if you're in the mood for decent steak at cheaper price points. We would definitely do dinner here again. So overall, we thought Steakhouse 71 was pretty good for all three meals. But please pack your patience when it comes to service here. While all three servers we had were very nice, when it came to breakfast and lunch, it took a long time for us to get the confirmation text that our table was ready and the service just seemed super slow. For example, at breakfast, we waited almost 15 minutes for our server to come over and introduce himself. And there were times where he completely disappeared for more than 10 minute intervals. And the food took a really long time to come out. 
I think we waited almost, it was close to 30 minutes to get our breakfast and we ordered it pretty much as soon as he actually came to the table because by that time we already knew what we wanted. So it took quite a long time. My mom and I thought this server in particular may have been new and it also seemed like they may have been understaffed in general. When he did come to the table though, he was very pleasant. Um, Our server at lunch though, Tyler was absolutely amazing. While it took a long time to get our food, Tyler was very attentive and engaging. We loved him and would definitely recommend requesting them. He only works in the mornings and early afternoon right now. Dinner was completely different though. Um, Service is great here. At dinner time, food came out in reasonable amounts of times. And our server, Gary, was really nice and attentive. We'd recommend him as well. As for the atmosphere of Steakhouse 71, it didn't impress us too much. While we love the historical touches with the photos of Disney World, while I was being conceived and constructed at the entrance, it still seemed pretty plain and boring to us. The Mary Blair murals add a nice pop of color inside the restaurant, but since it's only really on the back wall, you don't really notice it if you're sitting more towards the front of the restaurant. Um, also, we thought it was pretty loud inside this restaurant. It honestly kind of reminded us of the volume in the school cafeteria. So if you're looking for a place for a romantic, quiet date, we do not think this is the place on property to do it. So those are my mom and I's thoughts on everything. And I hope this information helps you guys. That's it. Love you, Rhonda and Jeremy. Later. Bye. Rachel, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on not only breakfast and dinner, which Rhonda and I cannot wait to try in the future, but for giving your thoughts on lunch as well. And I think it's so interesting to see those comparisons between the same uh, soup that we had, the sandwich that Rhonda had, the burger that I had, service, decor. It's always good to get some other outside thoughts, you know, other than just Rhonda and I and, and the girls sometimes. So we truly appreciate that, Rachel. And as you can see with our differing thoughts, I think especially as it comes down to something like the grilled cheese sandwich, this is still a very new restaurant who is probably still working out some kinks back in the kitchen, uh, front of house as well. So we all recommend going to Steakhouse 71, I think, for any of the three meals. And I think as time goes on, this will continue to improve and get better and better. So that'll wrap it up for our Steakhouse 71 breakfast, lunch, and dinner reviews. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you don't mind, go check us out online at mainstmagic.com. Subscribe so you can get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And please leave us a rating and review. Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.